Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Today, we finally wrap up our series on Jeffrey Epstein. We'll talk about the investigation into his death, look at some follow-up on the victims and their ongoing pursuit of justice, and discuss what old Ghislaine Maxwell is up to these days. Farewell, old egg dick. Can't say we're going to miss you. I'm Mike. I'm Ian. And I'm Dave. If you're one of the millions of people who don't believe old egg dick killed himself, stick around. Just like Epstein... This story's not going to finish itself off. This is Necronomapod. Accused sex trafficker Jeffrey Epstein is dead. Officials say the disgraced financier died by suicide, taking his own life while awaiting trial in a New York City jail cell. His body in that van you see there seen heading for the medical examiner's office. It is a stunning turn of events for a man who lived a life of exceptional wealth with extremely powerful people in his orbit. He faced close to a half a century in prison if convicted. The attorney general saying he's appalled at the development. Investigations now by the FBI and other agencies underway. Epstein's accusers furious tonight saying he won't have to face justice while they have to live with their scars for the rest of their lives. The bombshell development raising many new questions. I feel like it's uh, graduation day for us. Yeah. Like it's been... <laughs> 15, 16 years we've been covering old egg dick. <laughs> Here we are. We made it. I want to hear some pomp and circumstance. Da, na, 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 I don't have it loaded up if you would have gave me some advance <laughs> notice. No, I got it. I got you. Anyways, we made it to the, the, the finale. Seems like it would never end. All questions will be answered in this episode. <laughs> Is that right? I don't know. I'm just relying on Ian's outline. I don't know. It, we, could, it could have been a sixth part. I was, I was reading no. some stuff, and I'm like, no. I'm like, all right, I got to start chopping this down and kind of. There would be a union strike. You yeah. can't do that. Fucking this guy. It bothers me that like even this piece of shit gets to be like labeled as like our longest series. It's quite the story. We might have to do the Kennedy Kennedy assassination just to put this guy out. Just do six parts on that. At least six. (laughs) We might make it 12. Who knows? We're going to break down everything. Whole episode just on the Zapruder film. Whole episode. 90 minutes. Hello? Is anyone listening? Hello? (laughs) Oh, they'd listen. They'd listen. I will tell you that the incredible edible egg song has been stuck in my head all week. (laughs) You're welcome. I forgot all about that. That was really good, though. There you go. There's another earworm for you. All right. Now everyone's going to be singing that all day. But we made it anyways. Here we are. Good stuff. Yay. We got Jeffrey Epstein. uh, Well, we have egg dick t-shirts available now on Amazon. That's true. I don't want to put his name on it. Fucking suit or something. I believe it says J.E. Yeah. Could mean anything. Yeah. Interpret it as you will. Yeah. Jerking expert. (laughs) (laughs) It fits. 
Anyways, those are available on Amazon. All kinds of good stuff up there. Go check it out. I've been plugging that a lot. We do have uh, the, uh, I know Amazon has stopped the um, international shipping. That's out of our hands. We apologize. But we do have a UK store available and we're going to be adding more to it. Right, Dave? Uh, more merch to that. Uh, the UK store should match the US store. Yes. So all of our. They do more international shipping out of the UK store. And I believe Canada and Mexico now are good with the US store. I think the Australians are out of luck. It's like $25 shipping to get to Australia. So it's pretty outrageous. But they can still order from the UK store, Australians? I believe the UK, maybe even the US store. Off the top of my head, I don't recall. But one of those two stores, Australia can order. Lots of of shipping now. Probably because they have to do like armored vehicles into the penal colony. It's really dangerous. (laughs) Well, and they're also like, you know, like Amazon's tired of trying to find this Australia, I say in quotations, because <laughs> they show up and it's just fucking o- ocean, right? There's nothing there. Well, it doesn't exist. So exactly. You're right. They're like, what is this mailing address? <laughs> Who is placing? Like, quit trolling us, New Zealand. We understand there's no <laughs> land over here. I think you're on to something. Yeah. Well, and there's that shirt available. Debunked. Myth Aust- debunked. Myth debunked. The Australian shirt available on Amazon. And yet all of our Australian people can't get it. It's kind of a <laughs> kick in the dick, I guess. We didn't think that one through. Oops, a doodles. I'd like to see everyone in Australia wearing that shirt. Yeah. Can you Fantastic. imagine someone walking on the street and someone else gets offended and pissed off like a fist fight breaks out? <laughs> but then a kangaroo police officer jumps in and just knocks them both the fuck out, hauls them off to jail, which, you know, they're homes. So. <laughs> They're home. They're like, good eye, mate. What's that shirt you wear? I got to get back to my cell is what the kids say at like curfew. <laughs> the old warden slash mom says lights out at eight o'clock. <laughs> Lots of penal colony humor today. Mm. I like it. All right. Anyways, speaking of uh, jail, Ian, where were we at? Where we left off on part four, Jeffrey Epstein had been arrested in New York for sex trafficking and conspiracy to traffic minors for sex. On July 6, 2019, he was sent to the Metropolitan Correctional Center in New York City and was denied bail because the judge said that Epstein was a danger to society and a flight risk. Then on August 10, 2019, Epstein was found dead in his cell by an apparent hanging suicide. What? 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 <laughs> I didn't know that happened. That's the end of the story. That's it. All right. That was a good part five. <laughs> it's not bad. When I heard the news about that Epstein had committed suicide, my first thought was like, you have to be kidding me. Like, that's absolutely ridiculous. And I'm not really. As did the rest of the world, (laughs) judging by the meme content (laughs) shortly after that. Like, I'm not a real big conspiracy person. I think we've said that before, especially on like Oklahoma and stuff like that. There's not a lot of that Mm. stuff that I believe. Like, I think it's government failure, but. When he committed suicide, I'm like, oh, okay, <laughs> that's believable, you, right? You were the uh, the meme, so that was a lie. Yeah, <laughs> that's your favorite meme. I forgot to bring it up when law enforcement executed the search of Epstein's New York mansion. There was a room filled with monitors, and every room had hidden cameras in them. Between that and Virginia Roberts' court statements about Epstein telling her he liked to have things to hold over people. It's hard to believe that Epstein didn't have dirt on some very powerful and wealthy people. Agreed. I think, did we talk about that though in part one or was that off air? We brought it up, but said like, oh, we'll get to that later. Gotcha. Without a doubt. It's fucking creepy. Yeah. 
Especially Prince Andrew, that creepy motherfucker. Yeah. That guy's up to no good. You can tell. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can tell. I just don't like the look of him. I like the cut of his chip. Up to no good. Well, if you if you look at his fucking Wikipedia page, I think it's like there's a whole section just about dumb shit that he's been involved yeah, in. Yeah, that's I run that. <laughs> yeah, dude, I update dude. it daily. <laughs> daily. Keep tabs on what he's up to. Yeah. Have you guys ever updated a Wikipedia page? No. I have. I have. Yeah. I keep just, doing one. This one's funny. <laughs> so I keep updating the WWF in your house page. <laughs> Bear with me here. The generic page, like there's like the main page and then there's links to every specific in your house. Okay. But the generic one. And I think it's a fascinating insight that like I think it's the first nine in your houses either feature Diesel or the British Bulldog in the main event. Mm. Every time I post it, it gets deleted right away. <laughs> Someone out there doesn't want that to be fucking known, and I don't understand why. <laughs> How often do you do this? I've only done it like twice. Oh, okay. Three times, maybe. Five times. <laughs> I've done it ten times, and every time it gets deleted. Does 20, it just cool? Probably, probably 20 times. Does it just randomly pop in your head to do that? Yeah. Like now, <laughs> now, because now it's a fucking battle. It's like, like, I better I'm, check Wikipedia today. I'm, I'm going to get it one time. I'm going to pull a fast one that's going to be up there for at least an hour. I also updated the... Uh, uh, Californication Hank Moody page because it didn't, <laughs> yeah. it didn't ha- feature all of his works that he had written. So I updated it and it's still there. <laughs> Just saying he wrote more things and they had listed for him on his page. Interesting. Yeah, that is all I've ever done. And that was years ago. I haven't actually fucked with Wikipedia in a long time. I've never done it. Well, you don't want to get yourself in one of those Chris Benoit situations where you <laughs> write that someone's dead and then they really are dead. And then you got fucking FBI your house. showing up at your house like, what do you know? <laughs> right. I updated the Martyrs film page on Wikipedia. So you did? Yeah, because it's my favorite horror movie, and it had the characters and the or the, the two characters mixed up that had the actresses wrong pointing towards them. Like, uh, and that, I was, that offended me. I agree. Hey. <laughs> what, what's the meme? And I was offended by that. <laughs> and, and that offended me personally. And that offended me personally. <laughs> um, I think I wasn't doing anything wrong with mine. Like, those are both good. Like, we're trying to make the pages better. Yeah. I thought mine was an awesome little tidbit. Yeah. Someone out there disagrees <laughs> vehemently, and we are at war over it. <laughs> if all of our listeners could just go to that Wikipedia page for WWF in your house, <laughs> and every day make sure it says that either Diesel and the British Bulldog, one of the two, <laughs> or both, main evented, like, the first nine in your houses. Fair enough. Yeah. I'm sure somebody will. I'm gonna beat, we're going to beat that fucker. <laughs> Whoever's deleting that shit. I, I, I will bring up that we learned today that um, Mike's trapaculation word from Urban Dictionary mm-hmm. is now available as a mug with the definition from Urban Dictionary. <laughs> Who the fuck makes that? I have no idea. <laughs> someone, someone sent it to me, though. Is Urban Dictionary like a Wikipedia type where everyone can submit to it? Like, like Yeah, I think okay. so. Yeah. So, and do we talk about it on the show from the... Uh, what the rock Terrio is that the episode it mm-hmm. was we talked about where they would drill a hole in the head and he mm-hmm. would fuck it mm-hmm. and we called it trapaculation you tra- called tra- it trapaculating <laughs> yeah. don't don't call don't bring us in here we're, we're nonsense, coming up buddy. with the name for it and we got that and now it's on urban dictionary and credits me in the show with that and now it's a fucking mug you can buy through urban dictionary trapaculation <laughs> It's ridiculous. <laughs> Which, by all means, if you if you do buy it, send us a picture. We want to see it. We receive no proceeds from that, though. <laughs> Was it Urban Dictionary selling it? Or? 
Yeah, I don't, I don't even remember. Know, was it a link? I don't, I don't remember where it was though. Okay, yeah. twenty five dollars a mug. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah, it's great. You can get it in multiple colors, and too. I receive no royalties off that. It's nope. my fucking. Word. We should sue. I should do copyright uh, trademark trepaculation. We got our our legal team is working on it. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, sorry, we derailed the story. I derailed the story. There's a lot of fishy stuff that will lead your mind to murder. Um, and that his death would have been very convenient for a lot of people. There's some answers to some of that stuff that we'll get into, but to all of it or some it, of it, some of it, <laughs> or at least show an argument for and against some things. Fair enough. But as I was going through this outline last night and this morning, my mind kept changing every, like as I got farther and farther uh-huh. in the outline. So Questions without answers, Ian. Questions without answers. Like we said on part four, on July 23rd, 2019, Epstein was found semi-conscious in his cell with wounds on his neck. Nicholas Tartaglione, who was Epstein's cellmate, was questioned and said that he didn't know what happened to Epstein. There was an investigation conducted by the prison, and they determined that Tartaglione had no involvement in Epstein's injuries. There was an anonymous source that told the media that Epstein staged the attack in order to be transferred to his own cell. I would, man. That guy's a scary motherfucker like we talked about last week. Did you I look like, that guy up, Mike? I like to think that, Ooh. yeah, we saw a picture earlier when I think you were out of the room, but you and I were talking about it. I like to think that, like, investigators showed up and, what's his name, Tartaglioni was like, I had nothing to do with this. And they're like, yes, sir. Tartaglioni <laughs> had nothing to do with this. I also like to think that, well, we'll get into it in a minute. I'll wait. Spencer Coven, who was an attorney representing three of Epstein's victims, said he believed that Epstein's injuries were from being attacked by his cellmate and that Epstein would more than likely be murdered in prison. Dun, 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 dun. I like to think that, um, I'm telling Ian this, uh, Epstein just wanted to be like in his own cell. So he did like the scene out of Liar Liar where Jim Carrey kicks his own ass in the bathroom. And I, like in my mind, Tag Tartaglioni, I'm, I'm sorry, sir, please don't kill me. Uh, Tartaglioni was like just sitting on the toilet taking a shit, like no selling, while Epstein's like banging his own head off like the wall, like punching himself in the face. Like, what are you doing? I'm kicking my own ass. And what's the matter with you? You're punching yourself in the face. And then, so he's just like beating himself up and then he's trying to like blame it on on his cellmate but just wanting to get his own place and what are you a fucking idiot <laughs> and then this Epstein's just laying there a bloody mess and, and then everyone's just like no fuck this guy he did it to himself the guards come in he's like he kicked his own ass I don't know what, what the fuck was going on here they're, they're like yes sir we understand sir it has nothing to do with you we understand yeah that guy's a big dude can you imagine him as a police officer First of all, yeah, you yeah. could probably run away from him very easily because that guy's so jacked. He's not running very fast. Like he's built like one of the guys that looks like he can't even wipe his own ass. Like, how do you bend? You, you can't move. It's tough. Let me tell you. Yeah, of course. You're so jacked. <laughs> jacked on Miller Lite and French fries. Pretty, pretty much. So after this incident, Epstein was put on suicide watch and held in a cell that was pretty much all windows with the lights on at all times. There was also nothing allowed in the cell that he could potentially commit suicide with. After six days of being on suicide watch, Epstein was examined by the prison psychological staff and was ruled to be not suicidal. Well, this guy's been working people his whole life. I doubt the prison psych staff's kind of 
up to par with him and being able to analyze him, you know, like yeah. he, he can just blow right through them. You know, I, you know, what question I had was this case well known back then? Cause it all kind of blurs together now, now that all this has happened. But like, did people know who Epstein was during this time in 2019? Yeah. I thought they did. I think one, like, I mean, I don't pay attention to the true like, crime. I, yeah. So like, I'm just like wondering, just blocking the, it out. yeah, like the guard staff or, Oh, you mean like the actual people working with him? Like anybody. Like, was it considered a high-profile kind of person that maybe they'd be inclined to keep a, a closer eye on than maybe your average prisoner? Yeah. Just because I, of the political ramifications with someone like this? I, I saw a lot of, like, you know, politicians and different people like that come out and say afterwards, like, okay, the most high-profile inmate in the country okay, yeah. is not watched. Yeah. You know? Right. That's That's my point, yeah. Yeah, I think in 2019 for sure. Okay. I just couldn't remember. But it's also just odd that like you give him a cellmate, like especially knowing that he's high profile and given yeah. the nature of his crimes where you always hear like the pedophiles are the ones that always get targeted. It is odd that he has a cellmate, no? Well, I have a, that's part of my wrap up at the end oh, of everything. Excuse me. My opinions on that. Well, Mr. Tardiglione <laughs> requested that I bring that up right now. <laughs> He felt uncomfortable having a, quote, petter ass in prison with him. The guy was fisting himself. It was crazy in here. Oh, why are you kicking your own ass? Oh, I do it for you for free. Let me just uh, take a shit. I'm a chickatillo. Oh, it's my cousin. He's a Venice son. <laughs> We're having way too much fun given the nature of this episode. I feel like there's no more talk. No, it's been four weeks of seriousness. Of child pedophilia. Yeah. Yeah. Dave, and wow, I are, Dave and I literally have just filled up a pitcher of beer and it's sitting in front of us because we don't want to get up to go to the keg. And we are just getting drunk. I started drinking at 4.30 today, so. Boom. And it is currently 9.30. <laughs> He's five hours deep, which for him is probably what, like four beers. It's good for him. You know, when yeah. you get older, you can't process <laughs> oh, alcohol okay. as well as you know, mm-hmm. some of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I know where you're going with that. Well, I've sa- I said what I said. We- God, we're still on page one. I'm sorry, Ian. So after this decision was made, Epstein was sent to the security housing unit, which is designated for inmates that are significant danger to others or inmates who would be at risk of the general population hurting them. The Justice Department requested that they be kept up to date with what was going on with Epstein, and the jail informed them that he would be moving to SHU. He would have a new cellmate, and a guard would check on him every 30 minutes. On August 8, 2019, Epstein signed his will, naming two longtime employees as executors, and gave all his assets to an unnamed trust. Like, not publicly named. So who controls this trust today? No one knows, huh? Not that I could find crazy Mm. Mm. on august 9th epstein was transferred to shu with no cellmate that was brought in so no new cellmate epstein met with his lawyers and according to them epstein was quote upbeat and in good spirits guard tova noel escorted epstein back to his cell at 7 49 p.m and would be responsible for checking on epstein along with guard michael thomas Cameras showed that the guards failed to check on Epstein at 10 p.m., with Noel quickly walking by his cell at 10.30 p.m. 
the guards failed to check on Epstein every 30 minutes with both Noel and Thomas testifying that they fell asleep at their desks for about three hours that night. They also testified that they falsified reports related to that night and it was found that the two cameras directly in front of Epstein's cell were not working. A third camera had footage, but the jail said it was, quote, unusable. How convenient. (laughs) I I don't understand, though. Like, if you know part of your job is literally under camera, how do you just not do it? Because I think like you're 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 supposed to check every half hour. There's a camera on the cell and you're going to go take a nap for three hours in the middle of the night. Well, because I think 99 percent of the case no one's ever going to check. It's never going to be a problem until that one. But even if you came under like an administrative review for anything, they could go back. They have it all documented. That probably doesn't happen. No, nah, that doesn't happen. As a former security officer, I'm just saying, <laughs> if you're supposed to check something, it's under camera. Like, you, there's no way you can fight it. How are you even comfortable sleeping for I just don't hours? think it's ever going to come up as an issue except for that one outlier situation when and that was my point earlier about whether this was high profile at the time. But it, but it could come up for anything. If, if, if someone were to die, they might hmm. they might come check it. They might just you might be the scapegoat then to clear everything and say, well, yeah. this officer. Yeah, I, don't know. I mean, I, maybe just as professionalism, like how are you even comfortable just like sleeping Knowing that, first of all, you should be doing your job. Second of all, they literally have video evidence of you not doing it. That's just weird to me. I don't have an answer for that question. Why? That was just hypothetically. On the morning of August 10th, 2019, as guards were making their rounds with breakfast, Jeffrey Epstein was found dead in his cell. He had a ripped piece of bed sheet wrapped around his neck and had been dead for about two or so hours. Epstein was rushed to the New York downtown hospital where he was officially pronounced dead at 6.39 a.m. You know what was on the breakfast menu by any chance? Mm, I can't imagine it was anything good. Probably not. I was trying to lighten the mood here. (laughs) (laughs) Removing Epstein's body from his cell and sending him to the hospital was just a flat out violation of laws regarding a suicide in prison. The Federal Bureau of Prisons has a mandate that all suicides that happen in prison should be treated as a crime scene. Along with removing the body, no one took pictures of the scene or how Epstein was actually found. Kind of strange. The anomalies are adding up is all I'm going to say at this point. Well, I will go back to the camera real quick. The, the, The two cameras not working and then the third is, quote, unusable. The quote unusable is strange, but the two cameras work not working. I feel like you could go back to Oklahoma City with the Miro building. They had all those cameras, but they were never they even were never, fucking turned on. Yeah. It's just a government failure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So maybe, I don't know. You know, there's no reports out there of what that jail, what their camera systems are like. Well, and you know in some I mean? of this, too, like with just like the moving the body, not taking pictures like we've covered cases before where it's just shoddy investigation work, mm-hmm. shoddy police work. It could just be an incompetence type thing. This thing just, just has saying. a bunch of things stacked on top of each yeah, other. There, yeah. There's there's a yeah. lot there. But like know, I was trying to also had two security guards sleeping for three <laughs> hours. So I don't think that's uncommon. They're not off to a great start, though, is what I'm saying. The official reporting from the jail was that Epstein was the first suicide there in 14 years. But there are some issues with the Federal Bureau of Prisons that make you wonder if that's truly the case. 
the BOP is not required by law to provide reports on things, for example, like how many people die in jail or prison. The last time they were they provided a report to the U.S. Department of Justice was in 2016, and it was found that suicide was the leading cause of death among inmates. I don't doubt that. You would think that they would be required to provide like a yearly report on this stuff, not just... Even Whenever. quarterly or monthly. I don't know. Like, it seems like a yeah. pretty important thing. Yeah. Just whenever they want to put it out there. Yeah. Lindsay Hayes, a researcher at the nonprofit National Center on Institutions and Alternatives, who helps jails and prisons come up with ways to prevent suicide, said, quote, We as a country should know how many people die in our custody, period. With our technology, with our industry, with everything we are, for someone to ask about how many people have died in our custody and we did not know, that's pretty embarrassing for our country. And then David Fothy, director of the National Prison Project at the American Civil Liberties Union, said, quote, In most prisons and jails I've seen, and there are exceptions, suicide prevention is a joke. We have seen people able to attempt suicide while supposedly on constant suicide watch. We've seen people taken off suicide watch because staff thought they were okay and then kill themselves the same day. We've seen officers who were supposed to be watching someone on suicide watch actually sleeping. A meaningful suicide prevention method is often non-existent, and there's often a real culture of indifference around this, where preventing prisoners from hurting or killing themselves is just not a priority. I don't think the well-being of prisoners is ever going to be a priority for people in this country. No. I think most well, it people should be for the people who are paid to make sure that their well-being is OK. I absolutely agree. But I think it's it's not one of those issues that's ever going to gain traction and, you know, like a populist movement kind of thing, because I think most people in this country assume that if you're in prison, you're guilty. But I'm guessing at least 10 percent of the prison population in this country is probably not guilty, if yeah. not, you know, 20, 25. I think that's fair. I feel like 10 percent is pretty low almost. Yeah, I mean. But yeah, I agree. I mean, that's not that's not, you know, you don't campaign on that. I'm going to stop suicides it, yeah. in prison. Yeah, it's it's not a winning issue and it never will be. And well, we're a country that kills people. So, you know, as as punishment for their crimes. So clearly we're not worried about suicide as much either. Like, yeah, if you're it's deemed guilty, important. you're guilty. Yeah. That's it. You're out of you're you're gone. I mean, I, I put this stuff in here just as like an ex or just to show that. When people say, oh, there's no way he killed himself. Yeah, he could have. Because it's, it's not uncommon. Because, right. It's not. Because suicides mm, in prisons are very common. Right. And, and we don't know the true reporting on how right. high it really is. Which then also goes back to Dave's point earlier about like how high profile really was this? You mm. know, were these security guards even aware that this was like a huge thing? Or was sleeping three hours a night their regular MO, which yeah. I suspect it probably was. Yes, exactly. I mean, you had to be if you were that comfortable with yeah. it. You're doing that all the time. Yep. You're, it's not going to be your first time when it's fucking Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah, it's like, oh, Epstein's here. I'm going to take a three-hour nap. Like, yeah. That's yeah. not what happened. No. I think I was going to save this for the end, but it's it makes sense, I guess, to bring it up now or give my opinion. Maybe he was just treated like another prisoner. Maybe he was treated like just one other inmate, treated like a normal person left, for was once left, in his life. Who was on suicide watch but left to just kill himself yeah. while they napped for three hours. Yeah, like, yeah. you know, he'd been treated like a mm. god pretty much his whole life and gotten away with everything but maybe now they're like yeah you're just in the system pal mm. and then for him that was too much like i can't take this lifestyle 
So I'm going to kill myself. Oh, this is an end of episode discussion. Yeah, now. Here we go. Like, he brought it up. I don't know. <laughs> I'm riffing off him. <laughs> <laughs> that was just the intro. Now the episode starts. <laughs> Regardless, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that I believe it was Arkansas. They just found new DNA evidence on a murder weapon for a guy that was uh, executed four years ago. So Epstein's autopsy occurred on August 11th, 2019, done by New York City Chief Medical Examiner Barbara Sampson with pathologist Michael Baden, hired by Epstein's brother to oversee the autopsy. The autopsy lasted for four hours, and Barbara Sampson ruled Epstein's death as a suicide by hanging. Michael Baden didn't agree with this and started publicly giving his opinions, findings, and raising questions, which some of his questions make sense and. You know, but there's some issues with Michael Baden. I used to watch that guy on the HBO autopsy show. He was oh. the main uh, pathologist on that show. Oh, really? You ever watch that? Mm-mm. Yeah, that's a good show. Yeah, I saw he did uh, a bunch of different media stuff. Like he was on Fox News for yeah, a long time. He's been in stuff. a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah that HBO autopsy was good. Really? Oh, yeah. It's cr- fucking creepy as shit. That's where I first saw that story that... Uh, do you guys remember that Key West story where that doctor dug up that girl and like brought her home and stuffed her uh, in yeah. his bedroom? Yeah. That's where I saw that the oh, first okay. time. And it is creepy. So the issues with Michael Baden, he's not an impartial person in this case. He was paid for by Epstein's brother. Baden was the chief medical examiner of New York City from 1978 to 1979. He was fired by the mayor at that time, Ed Koch, after district attorney and the health commissioner filed multiple complaints about Baden's, quote, sloppy record keeping, poor judgment, and lack of cooperation. Afterwards, he was hired as deputy medical examiner for Suffolk County, but was dismissed for making comments about how to commit the perfect murder to a reporter from We Magazine. It's probably not the best thing to go out and publicly talk about. Yeah, I mean, the pathologist <laughs> is a great resource if you want to figure out how to undetectably kill someone, though. Probably not going to do much for your, uh, <laughs> you know, reputation in your own profession. Possibly not, but, uh, you know. Yeah, you get a nice little He was a rebel, that get guy. Get a nice little payday. <laughs> he also had some issues along the lines of this mur- perfect murder comment where he spread some rumors about someone's death that were not true. That's not great. Yeah. So he's, uh, you know, I said last week, he's not the most reliable human being, even though he held a position like chief Mm. medical examiner, but there's some issues with this guy. He testified in OJ's trial. He was hired by the defense to muddy up the timeline. Okay. But in the civil case against OJ, he was brought in as a as someone to question because his timeline didn't make sense. It was clear that he was hmm. just doing it because he was paid by the defense. And he was like, nah, I didn't say that. <laughs> and they're like, well, it was tell like the whole trial was televised. Let's go to the tape, shall we, <laughs> yeah. Dr. Baden? And he tested, then they showed him the tape. And he's like, well, I don't remember saying that. <laughs> so CGI, motherfucker. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then he also testified in Phil Spector's case. But he he was asked if there was any conflict of interest before he did that, and he failed to mention that his wife was one of the head lawyers in that case. Really? <laughs> and he just went ahead and testified okay. anyways. Oh, convenient. That Phil Spector case was fucking weird, man. Mm. That was a weird dude. That's yeah, so wild, man. 
<laughs> I just remember watching. I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> you remember the picture of Phil Spector's hair during that trial? Like you, you had to Google that. It is wild. Well, now I'm gonna go look it up, Mike. I'm a, you don't even know who Phil Spector is, do you? I have not a fucking clue. He's a music producer, like going way back to the '60s. What am I looking? <laughs> that one. That's the one. I've seen that online so many times. <laughs> I didn't know what the fuck that was. That is something else. That's wild, right? <laughs> that takes big giant balls to go into court with your hair looking like that. God damn. All right. Now I'm interested. That's what my hair used to look like in high school. <laughs> you wish it was like that. God damn. His entire head looks like a nut sack that hasn't been touched in eight months. <laughs> As far as questioning things in Epstein's case, Baden first went on 60 Minutes questioning the likelihood of Epstein being able to hang himself from the lower bunk, with Epstein being right under six feet tall. Baden brought up the fact that the photos taken after Epstein was removed from the cell showed bottles standing upright on the top bunk, which you would think if Epstein hung himself from the bottom bunk, the force of him pulling down would have knocked all that stuff off. Good point. Good point. Baden also questioned why Epstein didn't use something that would make more sense to hang yourself with. Epstein had a sleep apnea machine in his cell that had wires and tubing that were significantly longer than the bed sheet he used. This was all Baden could really publicly say at the time because there was a gag order in place from Barbara Sampson's office on speaking about specific details of the autopsy. Finally, Baden brought up a note written by Epstein that was found in his cell after his death. In it, Epstein complained about large bugs crawling all over him, guard Tova Noel giving him burnt food, and guards intentionally locking him in a shower cell without clothes for an hour. Did they ever actually find this note, or was it actually proven that this note existed? Yeah, it was. It oh, was there written. wasn't, no. Mm-hmm. And this, this kind of goes back to what I said earlier. Maybe he was just treated like every other inmate. And it was a shock to his system. Yeah. On August 29th, 2019, the case against Epstein was closed after Judge Richard Berman dismissed all sex trafficking charges. He showed support for Epstein's accusers, but still closed the case. Prosecutors weren't happy with the ruling and publicly stated that they would continue an investigation for potential co-conspirators. On the documentary, a lot of the accusers expressed a lot of gratitude to the judge for allowing them to speak and... Just after being silenced for all those years, they, yeah. they, they appreciated being able to get some closure and, you know, speak out aloud, I guess, in, in, the, in the courtroom. I, I get the prosecutors not being happy with just throwing it all out. But the judge did. I mean, he just that's the way the judge saw it. Yeah. But like you said, he did give them all a chance to speak. and Which they appreciated yeah. from what I saw. And I'm sure a lot of people slept a little better that night when all those charges were dropped. <laughs> well, the Clintons probably slept a lot better because after they murdered them, you know. No, 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 no. When that gag order was lifted, Baden published a report on October 30th, 2019, stating that Epstein's neck injuries were more consistent with, quote, homicidal strangulation than a suicide. He stated that Epstein, quote, had two fractures on the left and right sides of his larynx, specifically the thyroid cartilage or his Adam's apple, as well as one fracture on the left hyoid bone above the Adam's apple. Baden claimed that Epstein's hyoid bone 
was broken in a way consistent with strangulation from behind. Mike, I think the Venn diagram for people who pronounce that larynx and the word nuclear is a circle. What did I die say it wrong? <laughs> I, don't, I don't. Did we have a conversation about this? No. Oh. I just think was, didn't he say larynx? Larynx. Isn't it larynx? Say it again. Larynx. Larynx. I always say it Ian's way. Larynx? Yeah. It's Y-N-X. I don't know. Larynx. I don't know. I, I, I probably said that word twice in my life. Well, just like nuclear. That was my joke that the Venn diagram is a circle for the people that pronounce it like that. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe so. I don't. Never mind. We can move on. What's the proper? I don't know. Maybe I've been pronouncing larynx wrong my whole life, and it's larynx. Just spelling wise, I don't see how larynx. the N gets before the Y, but that's just me. Larynx. Larynx. Yeah, but are you also trying to make sense of the English language? I mean, we fuck everything up also. I got one of them larynxes. <laughs> it gets hard every time my wife shows me her titties. <laughs> I said, honey, come suck on his larynx. <laughs> Something like that. <laughs> Later on the day that Baden published his report, Barbara Sampson dismissed his claims, stating, quote, I stand firmly behind our determination of the cause and manner of the death of Mr. Epstein. The cause is hanging. The manner is suicide. Baden came back and said, quote, going over a thousand jail hangings, suicides in the New York state prisons over the past 40 to 50 years. No one had three fractures. They're going at it like me and this fucking doofus on Wikipedia <laughs> over in your house. today. Like I stand firm and they're like, no. <laughs> Neurosurgeon and CNN medical correspondent Sanjay Gupta said that Epstein could have easily broken his hyoid bone in the hanging because of the bones weakening and loss of flexibility with age. Epstein was 66 when he died. And I guess that that gets softer as you get older and everything gets softer as you get older. Let me yeah. tell you. Yeah. Hey, it happens to everyone. And when that happens, blue chew's there for you. <laughs> it's a good setup. I like it. <laughs> Chew is not a paid endorser of Pernod. <laughs> he looked pretty good for 66 years old, didn't he? Yeah. Like, he didn't look like he, he did, was 66. Yeah. I always, like, he's a good looking guy. Yeah. You know, he aged well. I mean, I guess money helps, but we don't know what work well, he had done. Yeah. He also didn't smoke cigarettes or drink or anything. That's true. Gupta also suggested that the multiple broken neck bones were actually more of a characteristic of a hanging. Gerald Rhodes, chief of spinal surgery at Emory University Hospital, also stated that multiple broken neck bones are consistent with hanging. A professor of forensic science at John Jay College of Criminal Justice said that the hyoid bone can break from hanging, noting that it's a weak bone. According to their analysis, a broken hyoid bone is not proof of a homicide. The only person I know that's more well hung than Jeffrey Epstein is college Mike. <laughs> Oh, good God. <laughs> I don't know where to go with that one. <laughs> but, you know, of course, media went with uh, Baden's report and statements because regardless of, I don't know, how fishy things look so far or whatever, you know that's going to get tons of clicks when it says Epstein's injury is not consistent with suicide. This Baden guy does seem to like the media attention. Yeah. I'm not saying he's wrong with what he's arguing, but 
He has a history of liking the attention. So take that for what it's worth, I guess. That's fair. According to Baden, the neck wound was in the center of Epstein's neck, not under his jawline, like in a typical hanging, which I'll give him that. I, well, I looked at the pictures of Epstein's neck. Oh, it's, really? It's right across the, hmm. the middle. But did I, none of these other people who observed it, like, they probably noted the same thing, right? Like, Yeah, you'd think. Yeah. But can't, don't those hangings on those lower kind of... Like you're not hanging like from the ceiling where right. it'd be He's under your low. jaw. Like He's you're, lower. you're it's different. Kinda, you're kind of moving forward. Yeah, you'd have to just push forward. Right, versus actual hanging. I wonder if that breaks differently. If you're not hanging, you're just more strangling strangling yourself. Which would account for that. Which would make right? it seem like someone's behind you strangling you. That's yeah. how that aerial David and I just solved it. We just yeah. solved it. <laughs> That's how that aerial David Castro. Mike medical examiners. <laughs> <laughs> Is it that that Ariel Castro hung himself the same way the local kidnapper guy? I'm not sure. Like from a low I, bar I in the story, cell, like just we gotta do that one. We pushing that forward. I'm not sure him. if it was low or not. I can't remember. Mm. We gotta get him on the schedule. That's a good story. Mm-hmm. And not a good story, but it's a it's a story. Yeah, I remember that was breaking news on CNN when they found those girls. Oh yeah, and that was you know well we we've driven past the the house before. Sure, it's gone now, but yeah, now it's like a little park, right? They turned it into. Yeah, yeah. That's a crazy one. One of those girls just got carjacked today, I saw. Really? Yeah. Yeah, all three of Terrible. those girls are like local celebrities kind of now. Yeah. So you hear when stuff like that happens. The one mm. the one of them does like uh works for one of the news channels and does like a missing persons report mm-hmm. every day. Yeah, it's Amanda Berry, right? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. yeah. Two of them have books out, I think. Maybe mm-hmm. all three at this point. I don't know. Anyways. Baden said that that wound just going straight across the throat is you know more common when a victim is strangled by a wire or cord but like you said dave if he's just pushing forward it could result in that yeah i will say i don't understand the the amount of pressure to get a bed sheet to cause the wound on his neck Mm. I, i feel like it would be really tough to do yeah it looks like someone slit his throat Mm. if you look at it it's it's all it's bloody it's you know you can tell it it had to have been bleeding somewhat interesting so you're so that would so it looks like a slit throat Mm -hmm. more than like a strangulation almost like a a garrot yeah like how deep or how much pressure there was you would think by just looking at it that it would would be something like a wire or and you can can you find all these pictures online Mm -hmm. yeah do you think Hillary Clinton's strong enough <laughs> no, no, no. to use a garage to make a mark like that? Jesus Christ. It's satire. That's not political, no. is it? It's satire, Mike. Yeah. I don't think we need to go down that road. Baden also said that the wound was much thinner than the strip of bed sheet. And although there was blood on Epstein's neck, it was not on the bedsheet ligature. Okay, that's that's different. I didn't see a picture of the bedsheet, so I couldn't compare. But like, it, and it, since they didn't take any fucking pictures, right? right. That's true. Yeah, that's what happens when there's a crime scene. <laughs> yeah. They just move the body and clean everything up. It, it sure looks like a. I cold think they room. hired the same cleaning company as John Benet Ramsey. Yeah, they came in and brought donuts. <laughs> Started pouring coffee yeah. everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> That's what the, the the bottles on top of the 
the top bunk were. They were just the cleaning uh-huh. crew. They put their <laughs> bottles up there, their coffee. They're vacuuming as the body's being picked up. It, it really does look like like a cord or something did it like the width of it almost looked like the mic cord here could have done it, it not but you can you not sheet. roll you can roll a bed sheet to be very thin that thin sounds like a garage I mean, that's but what it, was it sounds like, like it was a small cut of the bed sheet right like it was because they said like he had he could have used the longer sleep apnea cords he used a small bed sheet so i'm guessing it was like he cut or ripped i guess if you rip it thin enough and then and then just just kind of roll it it, to make it tight and then pull right like you can make a bed sheet if you a little sliver of a bed sheet the size of a a cord and pull Mm. it i'm just saying it's possible i'm not saying that's what happened right yeah i mean i'm just saying from what I looked at, you know, in my mind, I'm like that. If it, it has, was a bed sheet, the force behind, you know, I don't know. Did he, his he was six. Look tiny too. Like I know we talked about with like the Garat and John Bonet. Like her, her neck was tiny. Like the way it like got pulled. Yeah. Was his like that or not no. so much? No. Did they use like fancy bowl and branch? bed sheets in in the prison like (laughs) a thousand count egyptian cotton that would have been able to do something like that i don't think he got treated (laughs) okay that way this time around maybe maybe trying to cover all the bases (laughs) you know as someone who who always scoffed at counts on bed sheets it's nothing to scoff at no it is not (laughs) you get into one of those you don't want some microfiber fucking bullshit sheets you get into those those high count bed sheets holy fuck oh yeah it's a world of difference. A world of difference. That's, in my mind, what truly separates the low star hotels from the high end. Like, I don't care about anything else. Those bed sheets I'm with are you. where it's at. Also, a hotel bar doesn't hurt and room service past midnight. But I'm just saying, I digress. <laughs> the 1 a.m. room service is a. Of course. Yeah. But those oh, thread count on a sheet. I like good sheets. I don't. I don't fancy. I like turn down service I don't fancy, too. I don't uh, <laughs> fancy myself as you know high end, but I do appreciate a, a good thread count. Well, my most NASCAR fans do not <laughs> fancy themselves as high end. Well, I've been turned, <laughs> and not just left for once. I do like some good thread counts and turn down service, though. Can't. Beat I don't that. need a turn down service. Huh, that's all right. Okay. Well, I like the turn down. It's service. nice. A little mint at it. the foot of my bed. Uh, that goes a long way. Bring me a bottle of Jack Daniels when you're doing the turnaround service. All right. Now we're talking. Here, I'm going to text you this picture. So you guys, oh. so you guys know what, we're, what I'm talking about here. It's not, it's not too bad. Uh, I do appreciate how he's hairier than I am. Look at that chest hair. You know who doesn't appreciate that? Your wife. God damn. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I don't like that. That's superficial, I think. I don't know. There's de- but like, the width, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. But you could roll a bed sheet to do it. I like, think you could roll a bed sheet to get that width, yes. My thought is if you're going to kill yourself, you you want it to be thinner. Like I feel like it's tighter. If it's thicker, it yeah. might not hit the exact part you want it to hit. If you want it to actually, you yeah. know, Hit something, you roll it up and you do it. The BOP launched an investigation into the circumstances of Epstein's death with Attorney General Barr saying that the Justice Department officials would investigate, quote, serious irregularities at the Metropolitan Correctional Center. As Barr got more information about Epstein's death, he said it looked like, quote, a perfect storm of screw ups. Again, I think screw ups probably happen a lot. They're just not. 
noticed until it's something high profile like this. I 100% Everyone fucks off at their job all the time. Like, it's not. I I agree. Yeah. I don't. I mean, when I worked at my corporate job at a shipping company, sitting at my desk, I didn't do shit (laughs) for most of the day. I I would nap five, six, seven hours sometimes. Do a Michael Scott, eat a whole chicken pot pie, and just sleep all day. We had to trade off Saturday shifts at that place every once in a while. And when it was my turn on Saturday, it was right after 4th of July. I got hammered. And then I went in, it was like an eight to 12 shift. It was like this extra thing. I just took the phone off the hook and I <laughs> slept under my desk because no one comes. No one came in. I was like, I'm done. I'm not doing it. <laughs> I just slept the whole time. <laughs> I applaud your work ethic, Ian. Thank you. I work very hard at things. Very good. So he's like, fuck it. I'm starting my own business. <laughs> the warden of the jail had been placed on leave, but Barr ordered the BOP to reinstate the warden, Lamina Daye, temporarily while the FBI and Justice Department investigated Epstein's death. The two guards who were assigned to Epstein's unit were placed on administrative leave while the investigation was going on. Judge Richard Berman, who dismissed the charges against Epstein, wrote to Warden Adai asking whether an investigation into Epstein's death would include an investigation into his prior injuries, where Epstein's cellmate magically didn't notice (laughs) Epstein on the floor unconscious. What you talking about? I don't see nobody in here. I'm kicking my own ass. (laughs) Judge Berman has since this whole thing has happened said that to his knowledge it had never been definitively explained as to what anyone concluded about that incident just yeah i have a lot of questions about that one you're in a fucking cell how does this guy get away with saying no i don't know what happened to him other than he was a former cop and maybe just got special treat forget about it i didn't even see the guy and then he just flexes and like yes sir we forgot it's already forgotten about i was sleeping the whole shift so it doesn't matter I was napping, you motherfucker. <laughs> oh! <laughs> I was giving your mama the meat sauce. <laughs> she loved it. <laughs> we'll, be- <laughs> we'll be right back. <laughs> Is there something interfering with your happiness? Something keeping you from achieving your 2020 goals? Let's face it. These are certainly trying times from being cooped up inside your home to wondering how you're going to pay next month's bills. We're all experiencing some form of stress or strain on our mental health. And for that, BetterHelp is here for us. BetterHelp is an online mental health provider that will assess your needs and match you up with your own licensed professional therapist. The best part, no waiting rooms. That's a pretty big deal if you're as impatient as I am. BetterHelp is a safe and private online environment that will have you communicating with a counselor within the first 24 hours. And once you've begun, you can send your counselor a message at any time, always getting a helpful response in a timely manner. You even have the ability to schedule weekly video or phone sessions, all from the comfort of your very own couch. BetterHelp is available worldwide and has a broad range of expertise available, including licensed professional counselors who specialize in depression, stress, anxiety, relationships, sleeping, trauma, anger, family conflict, LGBT matters, grief, and self-esteem. In fact, so many people have been using BetterHelp that they're currently recruiting additional counselors in all 50 states. Not happy with your counselor? 
No worries. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches and makes it easy and free to change counselors if needed. Remember, everything you share with your BetterHelp counselor is completely confidential. And while it's not a crisis line, it is a convenient, professional, and affordable way to seek the help you deserve. Financial aid is even offered to those who qualify. Want to hear how BetterHelp assisted people just like you? Check out the testimonials posted daily on their site. Look, we here at Necronomapod want you to start living a happier life. So, as a listener, you'll get 10% off your first month by visiting BetterHelp.com Necro. Join over 1 million people already taking charge of their mental health. Again, that's BetterHelp, BetterHelp.com slash Necro. On November 19th, 2019, federal prosecutors in New York indicted guards Michael Thomas and Tova Noel, charging them with multiple counts of falsifying records and conspiracy. The charges were based on that video footage we talked about where it just briefly showed Noel go past Epstein's uh, cell at 10.30 p.m., and they did not check on Epstein for eight hours. The indictment says that they made personal searches on their computers, slept, and on multiple times that night, signed the forms saying they did their checks when they didn't. Which they probably did every other fucking night yeah. when they were on the job. Uh, obviously. Yeah. It's not like, oh, high profile case here. I'm going to start slacking let, off. Yeah, let's fuck off tonight. Yeah. Like, this doesn't make sense. I think, you yeah, know, I 100% agree on that. Their trials are scheduled to start on June 14th, 2021. God damn. Are those felony charges? Oh, uh, yeah. They're going to be in some trouble. Imagine you're like you're at your job and, and just fucking off can get you felony charges like that. But that's that what that's what I mean. Like you can't. And I, I don't think I articulated this well earlier, but like you can't fuck around with shit like that. Now, I didn't, yeah. I'm not working in prisons or anything, but. Especially if you're working in yeah, prison. Right. On suicide watch. Your job is to make sure they live through the night. That's it. When they don't. Like if your job was to make sure someone lived through the night, Dave, how could you even comfortably be like, I'm gonna put my feet up and take a nap? Yeah, yeah. It's a good point. I, I saw yeah. their lawyers put out a statement, or at least one of their lawyers. I don't know if they have the same one, but um alluding to that the defense is gonna be more Along the lines of that Epstein was murdered and didn't kill himself. Well, I don't know how else they would get off of this. Because they were the quote was something mm. along the lines of that these two are just being uh, their scapegoats to get, you know. It's a good defense. To get so the that they were, they were aware he was being murdered? No, like he was also you didn't do your job. You didn't do your job well if someone murdered him also. <laughs> well, that they're the ones taking the blame to cover up stuff. Okay, so they are they they were aware of something, and then yeah. take the ones who were the fall guys. And I would the I would, Lee Harvey Oswalds, if you will. You don't have to prove it; you just have to yeah. inject that right. reasonable doubt, yeah. right? Like uh, Jose Baez did with our girl Casey. And I would agree with you that it probably is a pretty good defense because the polling, I think, it said twenty nine percent of Americans think Epstein killed himself. So that's a large number of people that yeah, think he was yeah. murdered. But, but again, they're yeah. charged with what? Falsifying records and conspiracy, too. So it's not necessarily murder charges or anything like that. We'll they're, see with the jury. It'll be an interesting case to follow. I feel like they're going to get acquitted on this. I, I could see it. I mean, just my, Casey yeah, got just acquitted, my why not? Hmm. Yeah, it'll be interesting. They might. Well, Casey was innocent. <laughs> oh, the bit's over. I forgot. Sorry. <laughs> 
In December 2019, court proceedings against Epstein's cellmate, Nicholas Tartaglione. Hey, you pronounce it the correct Italian way, you motherfucker. Is it Tartaglione? I don't know. Who the fucker knows about these things? You better get it right, Pally. I would say Tartaglione. I'm not going to answer to him. Is he still locked up? He's locked up forever. Yeah, he's a, he was convicted. Well, until he decides to punch a hole in the wall and just get himself out. Oh, shit. Don't say that. Have you, you've seen this guy if he wants to be out of prison he's getting out of prison it's like oh the cement walls are punching right through him <laughs> nobody's stopping that man nope especially those sleeping guards <laughs> federal prosecutors reported that the surveillance footage from outside Epstein's cell during the July 23rd incident had quote disappeared <laughs> judge Kenneth Karras requested that the government determine what had happened to the footage. Several days later, federal prosecutors reversed their statement, claiming they had found the missing footage, but went back on that in January of 2020. They were now admitting the footage had been permanently deleted because of a, quote, clerical error. Now, this was the part of the story that made me go, what are the chances that this footage is fucked up the two cameras weren't working right. on the night that he killed himself. And the third camera that did capture something on the night that he killed himself. Like, like if you were watching usable, if you were watching some kind of spy or thriller movie, like this is how they would cover up that they murdered someone in prison. Yeah. Like this, is the blueprint for how you would do it. So, oh, oh, I don't know. Cameras weren't, weren't working that night. Yeah. So you have wow. one camera. There's multiple reasonings for why that footage isn't there on july 23rd and then on august 9th or whatever it was at august 10th by morning hours mm -hmm. a separate incident in those three cameras now don't work so that's four cameras all together it's a lot of things stacked on top of each other that had to happen for this to play, there, uh, play yeah. out this way there is a lot of reasons for why people would think something fishy is going on here yeah and you can't necessarily blame them based on what's been described so far. This was the part in the outline that made me go. Because I felt like I was talking myself into that mm -hmm. he actually did kill himself at this point in the story. Then I then I got to this stuff and I'm like, that seems like too much of mm -hmm. a coincidence or something. That it's I mean, a lot of coincidence. There's a, there's a lot of evidence to support both thoughts. Like based on, I mean, we just did four parts on why Jeffrey Epstein would probably kill himself. But then when he actually did die, mm -hmm. we are now laying out the groundwork for why maybe he didn't. Or does it just sound like a bunch of coincidences stacked on top of each other? Dave, you don't believe in coincidences. I really don't. And this so. is a lot of coincidences <laughs> stacked on top of each other. Or is it just that everything is just done so sloppily? You just don't notice it until situations like this. We have never in two years it's a of lot, doing though. this show ever covered an investigation that was done sloppily, Dave. <laughs> Why would we start now? Why would we start now? I, I don't know how to respond to that. <laughs> I have no words for I, that. I think, I think some... I think our record speaks for itself. <laughs> I think some things are just commonplace and you don't recognize them only when there's an outlier situation. And I think we're, and we're wrapping up the series a little early. Yeah, it's fair I mean, enough. I think we need to finish this one off. <laughs> also, that's what she said. <laughs> Did you know clerical error is what the Vatican calls when uh, priests rape little boys? Mm. Well, like clerics, they just made an error, a clerical <laughs> error. 
Ladies and gentlemen, $10 on Patreon.com. You get more of that on Bible Babble every month with your oh, day. Excuse me, he made an error. It's excuse a clerical me, error. Excuse me. He's a cleric. He's not a perfect. He made a clerical error. So that's pretty much it as far as Epstein is concerned. And now that he was gone, everything focused on to Ghislaine Maxwell. Behind everything we've we talked about last week and so far this week, Ghislaine had eight civil cases filed against her, with some of those cases including multiple victims. On July 2nd, 2019, the U.S. Court of Appeals ordered that documents be unsealed from Virginia Roberts' 2015 civil case against Ghislaine. Ghislaine requested a hearing in a federal appeals court on July 17th, 2019 to keep those documents sealed. On August 9th, which was the last night that Epstein was alive. The first batch of documents were unsealed and released, and a lot of that is stuff that we quoted from Virginia Roberts in the past couple episodes. On December 7, 2019, it was reported that Ghislaine was under FBI investigation for helping Epstein in his crimes. Okay, I have a question here. Mm-hmm. Was she not covered in that non-prosecution agreement that we've been discussing the past couple episodes that they gave him? So as far as I know, the only two specific names were Sarah Kellen and Nadia Marcinkova. Right. But then it said all potential co-conspirators. Right. So I'm a little fuzzy on why she's not covered under this broad agreement that he got. I don't know if there's some type of a loophole that Mm, they were able to get past that broad because it was so broad or, or what. Fair enough. After Epstein was arrested, Ghislaine went into hiding, communicating with the courts about some of those ongoing civil cases through her lawyers who had been refusing to accept on her behalf the subpoenas of three new lawsuits against her. I mentioned if you could just do that. No, I refuse to accept that subpoena. (laughs) No, no, I I don't accept that. (laughs) I'm not going to court. I don't accept that. I didn't think that was like possible, really, if someone serves you a subpoena and you're like, nah, I'm good. I, I don't but they, but they have to put it in your hands. They can't serve your attorney, right? She signed something or she had something set up where the lawyers could act on her behalf and some mm. things like that. So they're just walking around with their hands in their pockets like, nope, I'm not accepting that. I don't accept that. I don't accept that. <laughs> so I have another question. Does Ghislaine have all of her father's money? Like, this, Is she still billionaire wealthy with proceeds from her father's will or any or access to that sort of wealth that she grew up with. Yeah. And she was also married. We didn't talk about her husband. Mm. We kind of, and you kind of snuck that one into this episode. I was like, wait, what? Yeah. We kind of yada yada over Ghislaine a lot because this is, you know, everybody pays attention to Epstein. Yeah. Honestly, we probably could have done a sixth part just on Ghislaine, but nope. I, sh- I shortened, nope. I shortened Mike a lot of her stuff. Clearly up. against that. Ian. It's a union walkout. <laughs> leaving. Um, her husband was, was very wealthy too. So maybe on Patreon one day, we'll do a bonus show on Ghislaine. Be interesting. Patreon.com slash Necronomapod. All the good shits there. Also five parts on Jeffrey Epstein's free, but still. <laughs> Starting all the way back in 2016, Ghislaine was no longer being photographed at public events. And by 2017, her lawyers claimed before a judge that they did not know her address. They would only say that she was in London, but they did not believe she had a permanent residence there. Oh, yeah. Billionaire. Homeless. Yeah. Homeless. <laughs> oh, I don't know where she could be. Mm. 
According to court documents from a lawsuit filed by Epstein against Bradley Edwards, who was a lawyer representing several of Epstein's victims, in 2010, Ghislaine had agreed to provide a deposition in the case, but left the country one day before she was scheduled to fly to New York to take her deposition, saying that she needed to go back to the UK to be with her mother, who was supposedly terminally ill. Lawyers representing Bradley Edwards said Ghislaine had no intention of returning to the United States, but she came back within a month to attend Chelsea Clinton's wedding. So wait, he sued the lawyer of his victims? Mm-hmm. Of course he did. Doesn't Dave. that open you up to depositions and whatnot? Like, that doesn't seem great. Yeah, well, he had those depositions. We've seen those. Yeah, yeah he walked out when they talked about his egg penis. <laughs> he walked out or pled the fifth. I believe the exact question from the attorney was, if I cracked your dick, could I add salt to it and eat it? Or would it be runny and I put it in a skillet? At least if I was an attorney, that's how I would ask. Sunny side up, man. I would make it fun. Like, is it already hard boiled or is it just, you know, is it runny inside? (laughs) Those depositions, they're they're satisfying like questions like that. Mm. Like seeing him get mad and be put. Oh, I love it. But then there's other parts. It's like, he's such a smug fucking asshole. Like they asked him about Virginia Roberts and they're like, you know, is it true that you asked her to bring back someone from Thailand and you know, with the trafficking thing, he's like, can you spell her name? And the lawyer's like, it's Virginia, the common spelling of Virginia, (laughs) the common spelling of Roberts. You're a fucking genius. You know how to spell Virginia. He's like, no, I need you to spell that. Can you please spell that name? Like just Uh, real being an ass monkey. Yeah. This guy, I, I do see conspiracy people where their mind would go with the fact that Ghislaine just randomly came back to the U.S. for Chelsea Clinton's yeah. wedding. And, well, but I think we already established again, back like, into hiding. <laughs> the we, fuck? we already established they were friends, right? Like, I mean, there's there. That's no yeah. doubt about that. Well, yeah, but your mind, at least my mind, doesn't believe that stuff. But I think in my head, I'm like, that's a little fucking weird. You're in hiding come out of hiding, go to her mm-hmm. wedding and then well, it head depends back what out. Your definition of wedding is <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, right. You are Mike, right. You I got are. your back. Mr. President. <laughs> you can see her too. In that, in that picture of uh, Bill walking Chelsea down the aisle, like mm-hmm. Ghislaine's right there on the, in the aisle seat. You can see her clearly. Can you also tell because like Bill's looking back, checking out her ass. <laughs> 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 what inauguration was that? Was that Barack's? No, it was, was it Trump's? Uh, you you uh, can see Bill looking like over, like kind of, it looks like he's checking out someone's <laughs> ass and Hillary's just like glaring at him. Do you know what I'm talking about? Like that photo? Yeah, I think so. Which I don't remember what it's from though. I think it's Trump's. I, it might've been. Sounds and he's right. Like, like it almost looks like, and who knows? It's just a photo. Like it was caught like in the perfect moment, mm. but it looks like Clinton's checking out like Melania's <laughs> ass. And then like Hillary's just like looking at Bill. And it's just like, this is it's great. <laughs> oh man. In January, 2020, it was reported that Ghislaine had refused to allow her lawyers to be served with multiple lawsuits in which she had been directly named in 2019 and 2020. While Ghislaine's lawyers continued to argue on her behalf, they still claimed to not know where she was or to have permission to accept the recent lawsuits filed against her, <laughs> which if you're a judge or somebody, you'd be like, 
Which way is it, motherfucker? Like, motherfucker, she was just at a wedding. Like, you know right, where she right. is. Here's the picture of People Magazine. <laughs> I just love that you can, like, accept whether or not you, like, oh, I choose not to go to court. I don't accept this. Mm-hmm. I'm going to walk away now. When you're rich and white, you can do that. No one well, else can do exactly. that. Exactly. Must be nice. Authorities in the United States Virgin Islands were unsuccessful in locating Ghislaine during the three and a half months they were seeking to serve her with a subpoena regarding her role in Epstein's crimes and for the fact that she needed to be a witness for Epstein's estate proceedings. So who was running the egg dome during all this? The egg dome. Uh, yeah, I have no idea. That I want to know who inherited that, that temple. fucking island. That was my question for the end. I think someone's not interested in buying it. So who... All right, well, let's just get into it then. So where, what is it right now? Is it still like the part of the Epstein estate? The trust owns it. Yeah. So literally no one's been on that island other than like maybe the, the anonymous trust. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's F- a blind trust, right? The FBI raided it big time. Yeah. But it's still a beautiful island. Like there's yeah. still, you know, property there. Like Cooldown Media would be interested in purchasing. We would like to make an offer. The island. Hello, judge. Yes, we would like to make an offer. <laughs> Imagine we go bid, but no one, else, everyone else forgets to show up that day. So we, we <laughs> buy the island for like like a thousand two grand, bucks. Yeah, yeah, two grand. Can you imagine? First thing we're doing, tearing down Egg Temple. <laughs> Something I forgot to bring up last week when we were talking about the search, the, the FBI raiding the the island and searching everything. Someone on 4chan down somewhere down there in the Virgin Islands had a fucking drone and flew it over by oh, the island shit. and was taking pictures and posting them in real time to 4chan of the search happening. Wow, that's cool. <laughs> there, was, there was like two pictures where you see in a window, there's like all these computers all torn up and stuff, and there's an FBI agent that looks at the drone like, what the fuck? And then the next picture... I think I've seen that. And then the that next picture is yeah. him pulling down the curtain. <laughs> and then the third one is just, it's all closed. Like they close all the windows up. God damn. I've seen that. No, that's yeah. awesome. All right, so that's the thing. Cool Down Media is going to buy Little St. Uh, James Island. We're, sure. We're going to rename it. Yeah. Obviously. To get rid of cool the tarnished down, history. Cool Down Island. Come here, take a load off. Relax. I like it. It's pretty good. Our only live shows will be on Cool Down Island. <laughs> <laughs> Fly on out. We'll have resorts set up. We'll have tattoo, like, uh, the, the plane, the plane, when the people are coming in. No, no fantasy island jokes. No, Mm-mm. I don't get it. All right, never mind. Okay. No. <laughs> I mean, you can get tattoos if you want. Welcome we'll to Fantasy Island. No, <laughs> sure. not doing anything for okay. you. No. All right. All if right. they want it. 70s, 80s humor. All right, never mind. So we're all in. We're going to buy Little St. James Island. <laughs> sure. Ian, you keep off on that then. All right. <laughs> Our best offer two grand. The plane, the plane. <laughs> no, grand. still nothing. No, no. no, of course all not. Right. <laughs> Dr. Jones, Dr. Jones. <laughs> <laughs> We gotta go she crazy and they jump out of the fucking plane with a, like, just a blow up mattress and they land and make it of course I do fucking love that movie by the way. it's the best Indiana Jones Gillane was arrested in Bradford New Hampshire by the FBI on July 2nd 2020 with the help of a device that the FBI calls a stingray it has a really long technical name but they call it stingray Uh, The Stingray disguises itself as a cell phone tower and can pick up in real time the phones connecting to it. Ghislaine's phone was being used to call one of her lawyers, her husband, Scott Borgerson, and her sister, Isabel. That's sneaky. Hell yeah. 
Like you had something like that, like the dick ray or something in college, right? Like you would intercept like girls' Tinder dates and send them to your to your room. Yeah, well, it was like I mean, it was called dick ray, right? T- Tinder was not alive, uh, invented, or a thing back then. But I did have a dick ray, and it would automatically download onto a girl's phone, and then it would just show a picture of me and be like, "Interested? Click yes or no." And then if you clicked no. No harm, no foul. Just you never you don't get a second chance. If you click yes, you're immediately just brought back to my place. Like transported. Of course. Yes. No, in all fairness, you were transported back and you were it was no obligation for sex. Like you were given snacks, drinks, you were given whatever snacks. you'd like. Sports center would be on, it would hang out. And then I would do the rest of the work. You know, I'm a, I'm a schmoozer. What do you want from me? <laughs> so it was nothing was forced ever. No forced. You'd be brought back for us. But no one suggested force right. was involved. Well, there. We used to play a game. We used to play a game. And it would be like, you know, I would take the blue chew and it'd be like, how many seconds it takes? <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Next thing you know, they were they were loving it. The end. <laughs> It's a good story. <laughs> well, it was what it is. You drove me down that road. I had to make something of it. Gulen was charged with incitement of minors, sex trafficking of children, and perjury. On July 14th, 2020, federal judge Allison Nathan of the Southern District of New York denied Gulen's bail after ruling that she was a flight risk. The indictment said that between 1994 and 1997, she, quote, assisted, facilitated, and contributed to the abuse of minor girls, even though she knew one of the three unnamed victims was 14 years old. As of January 27, 2021, Ghislaine was being held at the Metropolitan Detention Center in Brooklyn, New York. Her lawyers requested that Judge Nathan release her on $5 million bail and under house arrest. Ghislaine's lawyer again requested bail, saying Ghislaine could live with a friend in New York City so she would be under 24-hour surveillance as she waited for her trial. Her husband also offered to make a secure payment of $22 million to guarantee that Ghislaine show up for future court appearances. Judge Nathan denied bail, saying that Ghislaine was, quote, an extreme flight risk. <laughs> Obviously. Judge Nathan is a hero in the story. Yeah. <laughs> So what they they threw five million at her, then threw twenty two million at her, and she's like, "Nope, crazy, yeah. fuck out of here." That was it was it was a female, correct? Good yeah. for her, Allison Nathan. Allison Nathan, yeah, good for her. And we're gonna see in a bit some of that difference between female and male people in power. What? <laughs> what Males what? are always the most rational and reasonable leaders, are they oh, not? <laughs> Ghislaine I has, say that tongue in cheek for the record. I'm sorry, Ian. <laughs> I just want to make sure that people know I'm joking. Ghislaine has filed multiple times, even up to last month, to get bailed out, with all of those being denied. Judge Nathan has set her trial date for July 12th, 2021. Two months from now. Yep. It'd be very interesting to see what happens. Mm, very interesting. On March 29th, 2021, Prosecutors added new charges of sex trafficking, a minor, and sex trafficking conspiracy, alleging that Ghislaine was involved in grooming a fourth girl, age 14, for sex with Epstein between 2001 and 2004 at his Palm Beach mansion. On April 15, 2021, Epstein's victims from the original investigation 
were again shut down when the U.S. appeals court ruled against holding government officials accountable for the deal that was given to Epstein. That, that first one where he was able to just walk in and out of prison yeah, however right. he wanted. So they were suing people to put that deal together? They wanted it reversed. They they wanted people held accountable and they wanted mm. it they wanted it thrown out. So people like Sarah Kellen, Nadia Marcinkova. So tear up yeah, that they're MPA. Because they're still Yeah. I and mean, we'll get to that. Well, we might, but they're still going free and yeah. okay. Anyways. And the big thing was that none of them were notified, and this was all done in secret, yeah. uh, which there's there's laws preventing that from happening. The ruling was seven to four, with the seven judges ruling against it being male, and the four judges ruling for the case to proceed being female. The court ruled that because federal prosecutors never filed criminal charges against Epstein, he pleaded guilty and was sentenced in state court in Paul Beach County. And this would mean that none of Epstein's victims could successfully file a challenge citing the Federal Crime Victims' Right Act. So I think that says something. Seven. Seven males and four females, and it was exactly split. But it sounds like a procedural decision. 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 Well, that's exactly what it is, though, right? Swearing. Decision. And it's not even Whiskey Day. This is Miller Lite Day. Diet Miller Day. Yeah, but that's still odd. Seven to four. It's not a great look. It's It's not a great look. Procedural, I guess. It's a technicality. Yeah, right. I still think it's bullshit. These victims have just been fucking just, I don't know, all over the coals the entire time. Like, it's just no justice. Their only justice is the fact that he died. That's it. Yeah, like I said, that was just April 15th that that happened. Because I remember I sent you guys the article of that. Mm -hmm. And I was like, this fucking guy keeps getting away with stuff. Even now. Even from the grave. Pretty sure at this point we were just so like, yeah, fuck you. We're not doing this series. (laughs) Yeah. Here we are a month later, (laughs) 19 parts deep. (laughs) Paul Castle, an attorney representing the victim, said, quote, The ruling is very disturbing. It sets up two systems of justice. One for wealthy defendants who can negotiate deals before charges are filed, and one for most criminal defendants who don't have the wealth and power to arrange those kinds of deals. Goddamn. I have that tattooed on my ass, actually. <laughs> <laughs> He's right. Yeah, obviously. So that that's kind of it for Ghislaine and Epstein. You know, I guess we'll keep an eye on Ghislaine's well, trial. Let's we'll update right. that. Yeah, yeah. Ghislaine, I mean... It's the end because we don't know. We got to wait till July and see what happens. It'll get continued for another seven years, but possibly stick around. I think she's probably going down. I'll save it for when we wrap up our final thoughts. Fair enough. (laughs) Um, The one thing I did say we'd wrap this up with was Epstein's New Mexico ranch called Zorro Ranch. Not Uh, to be confused with Skinwalker. Correct. Much cooler ranch (laughs) that we'd all like to. We'd rather be there. Can we buy Skinwalker at some point? We're going to buy Cool Down Island. We're going to own Skinwalker Ranch. We're change the name to Necro Ranch, maybe. Something. I don't know. We'll have fun with it. Necro Ranch, sure. It's got some good connotations of what happens there. We'll call it Dim Ranch. (laughs) Dave, Ian, Mike, Dim Ranch. (laughs) I like it. The first thing with this ranch is that you know, it's a big conspiracy thing where people claim that Epstein is in hiding there and he's perfectly fine and healthy, which... I couldn't find any real claims to that or like supposed pictures. He's living there with Elvis yeah. and Andy Kaufman. They're all still alive. Just yeah. living down Andy there together. Yeah. They're all still just living there together. Jim Jim Morrison too. 
Ranch. And him as well. Yeah. Tupac. Obviously. It's a, it's a ranch of, you know, just it's, you know, celebrities on mm-hmm. celebrities. It's, uh, yeah. But, but there is a very real and creepy plan that Epstein had at this ranch was to seed humanity with his DNA by setting up a system of getting multiple women pregnant at his ranch. Imagine being that full of yourself. You tried that like 15 years ago, Mike. Did it work out well? <laughs> yeah, I tried it naturally, Pally. <laughs> I need scientists to tell me what I was going to do. But imagine being that full of yourself. The world needs more of me. Yeah, like, you're not that great, dude. Like, yeah. keep your semen. Yeah. You mean you mean the guy who's fucking raped children? Yeah, we need more of that. Yeah. Not. <laughs> <laughs> fucking, unless Chris Hansen just wants jobs for the rest of his life. Yeah. Dateline NBC will be gone forever. Now, once you have a seat, I see you brought an egg scrambler and some condoms <laughs> and uh, a couple Pop-Tarts. <laughs> Oh, those shows are so damn good. <laughs> and then they fucking pull out the bag and it's got like all that shit in it. You said you were going to bring a six pack of Smirnoff Ice and a chicken quesadilla from Taco Bell. What do you got in the bag? And it's a six pack of Smirnoff Ice. Do you have condoms? Yeah, they're in my car, but I always have them on me. Of course you do, Pally. What came. about the double helded dildo in your bag? <laughs> oh. oh, I carry that around all the time. Did you guys see the? Ba- I think we probably talked about this. I apologize to listeners. The one where the girl convinces him that he needs to walk into the house naked, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. and he walks into the house naked, and he's the same guy that says, "I want to, I want to see you orally pleasure your cat." And he walks in the house uh-huh. naked. Your cat. And then like Chris Hansen's like, so tell me about this cat. And the guy's there, like, Chris Hansen gives him a towel and he's sitting there in a towel. Because of course, like Chris Hansen's going to low key uh-huh. humiliate the guy. Well, he's not trying to humiliate the guy, but right. he's, you know, they're all on YouTube and I watch them all the time. And it's so good. If you're ever feeling down about yourself, watch to catch a predator. You'll feel all right about yourself. <laughs> The guy walks into a stranger's house <laughs> naked to fuck a kid <laughs> and thinks everything's on the hunky dory. I don't know, man. God damn. Thank you, Chris Hansen and Dateline NBC. Doing God's work. Yeah. Until they figured it out. But, you know, it's a whole other show. Chris Hansen's on Cameo now. I think we talked about oh, having him send us a Cameo. I really would love that. I'm Chris Hansen, <laughs> and this is Necronomapod. Can you imagine if we did, I'm Mike, I'm Ian, and I'm Dave, and I'm Chris Hansen. Why don't you have a seat? This is Necronomapod. That'd be fantastic. Holy fuck. I just orgasmed in my pants. He also has a podcast now, and we were on the charts right next to him. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. What's his podcast about? I wonder. I, I would assume... Telling people to well, have a seat did, and how that all works. He did a lot more than just that. <laughs> he did. He was like that. Was like they did that like a couple times a year. He got like, pigeonholed, that guy. And I think he did. Yeah. He also got in trouble. He was allegedly like sleep cheating on his wife. There was video evidence of him like mm. walking into a hotel with another woman. I didn't follow up on it because I chose not to read any more negativity. His wife's about like, him. "Hey, are you Chris Hansen?" <laughs> 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 He's got a bag of Taco Bell. <laughs> He's like, what? No, I refuse to follow up on that because I did not want to hear how that story ended. But I don't know. I don't think it was great. Yeah. He wasn't fucking kids, though, at least. At least that we know. That we know of, of course. You can't confirm it. You cannot. Epstein's showed up everywhere. The New York Times reported that Epstein told scientists and others about this plan. But there's no evidence that he put this into reality. Multiple times starting in the early 2000s, 
Epstein told scientists and businessmen about this plan to use his New Mexico ranch as a base where women would be inseminated with his sperm and would give birth to his babies. According to two award-winning scientists and an advisor to large companies and wealthy individuals, all whom Epstein told about this plan. They also said that Epstein was very interested in eugenics and breeding people to be more superior. He also told scientists his thoughts against ending things like world hunger or or world peace because it would result in overpopulation. Was he planning to breed that egg dick uh, <laughs> genome <laughs> out of there, out of his uh, lineage? Yeah, how's that work? Can you do that? Can Drop you, and give me can you breed the egg penis out of you? Uh, uh, well, I don't know. Probably. Probably not. Yeah. You don't think can you so? isolate an egg dick gene? I'm not sure if there's an egg dick gene. I wonder how that works. I, I'm sorry, Mr. and Mrs. Jones. Your son has the egg dick gene. <laughs> you are we'll not the to. father. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine these scientists, they're they're just entertaining him because he's giving so much yeah, money. Right. But they're probably looking at him like, you're a fucking maniac. I mean, what are you talking about? Sure, right Jeffrey, we can do that. <laughs> yeah. You can populate the whole world. Just a down payment of $1 million. <laughs> Sign right here and initial here. It's possible, though, like Genghis Khan... Mm-hmm. Is the like you can link him back to 10% of the world's population, his DNA. I'm a descendant, so <laughs> it's a little close to home, Dave. Thank you. Like 10% of the, like, what is that? 800 million people? Like, that's crazy. It's absurd. But like you said, just imagine being so, nar- like, such a narcissist that yeah, yeah, you think the world would be a better place if it was, had a good chunk of your DNA walking around in it. I wish I had a tenth of that confidence in myself <laughs> to think that the world would be a better place with more of me. Like, I I mean, obviously he's a piece of shit, but I would like some of that confidence to think that I was that good of a person. It's also a whole nother level of lacking self-awareness where you're fucking kids and you want to like, yeah, I'm awesome. I'm going to yeah. make yeah. fucking thousand, ten thousand more of me. You control the world, you think. Yeah. I mean, this guy got away with everything for so long. You, you think... That's right. Nobody's going to stop. You control everything you want to control. Like if you had any sense of morality, you'd recognize that what you're doing was awful. And, you know, maybe I'm afflicted and and this is me, but, you know, I don't want to spread my fucking gene pool anymore. This like this should be the end of me. (laughs) I, I don't know. Not that anyone I want to populate to the world with more of Anyone me. listens to this podcast agrees this should be the end of all of us. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a God complex kind of weird fucking but, thing. But imagine having that. Like, it's yeah, yeah. you're that wealthy, you're that successful, that you have that complex where the world needs to be like you. Yeah, right. Well, it, that kind of leads right into what the last thing I had in the outline, which last week I said, um, or on part three, I don't remember what it was, but I said I was going to bring up scientific studies into what wealth does to somebody their their mental state uh because some of that's really interesting dr paul piff the assistant professor of psychology and social behavior at the university of california did a ted talk about this that was really interesting and he started off or the the reporting on the ted talk started off with him saying quote as a person's level of wealth increases their feelings of compassion and empathy go down and their feelings of entitlement of deservingness and their ideology of self-interest increases. 
I believe that. So yeah, I mean that's that's pretty pretty self-explanatory, I guess. But so he did he did multiple studies. He did one where he had more than a hundred people, more than a hundred strangers play Monopoly. A coin flip randomly assigned one person in each pair to the rich player. They got twice as much money to start, collected twice the salary when they passed go, and rolled both dice instead of one so they could move a lot farther. Piff used hidden cameras to watch people play for 15 minutes. He found that overwhelmingly the rich players moved their pieces more loudly, banging them around the board and displayed the type of enthusiastic gestures you see from a football player who just scored a touchdown. They even ate more pretzels from a bowl sitting off to the side than players who had been assigned to the poor condition and started to become ruder to their opponents. Moreover, the rich player's understanding of the situation was completely warped. After the game, they talked about how they'd earned their success, even though the game was blatantly rigged, and their win should have been seen as inevitable. That, uh, that's pretty interesting. And about that, uh, about that study, he said, quote, that's really, really incredible insight into how the mind makes sense of advantage. He did six different... Um, six different experiments altogether, but the monopoly one is the one that gets talked about the most that he did that shows that kind of behavior. Um, he also did experiments showing that extreme wealth, like Epstein and people and then power like that, that it actually changes your brain chemistry that it, like similar to addiction. Like when you get hooked on something, uh, your brain chemistry changes along with that addiction and that he showed that money is the same thing. I don't doubt that for a second. Yeah, that's interesting. So when, cause like the other day, the news broke about Bill Gates during his divorce stuff that's going mm. on about that. He hung out with Epstein and saying, it's like, is nobody good with money? Like what the fuck right. is mm -hmm. cause his wife allegedly Melinda looked into divorce right at the time when she found out that he was hanging out with Epstein yep which makes you question like why did she file yeah, divorce then? of course but I don't know like that's uh that's a whole different mindset maybe of human beings uh, and yeah like because you just go through this stuff and it's like what is everybody that's like really successful like do fucked up shit like what is it mm -hmm. and well as someone who's really successful and I can tell you no <laughs> I have never met with Chris Hansen <laughs> I've never imported children for my own use I don't hang out with Jeffrey Epstein but thank you for asking but no I can go on record and say uh, I, I am not corrupt glad to hear it pal <laughs> you can subpoena me I'll show up I'll show up but I I just thought that was interesting that uh, I, I mean you know that you know like stereotypically you could say like yeah people like rich people don't give a fuck about mm. stuff and things like that but i found it, it's interesting that it, it works on a small scale like monopoly it's crazy right when people don't know that they're being filmed and they've played yeah. for a while and have then, you ever played monopoly though like no, when what, you're no what what is that when you win <laughs> like goddamn that's a good feeling i love winning a monopoly yeah just saying. Got to play the game out long enough. I don't know if I've ever made it to the end. Oh, come really? on, man. It takes forever. Oh, it does. But not when you're dominating. <laughs> no, I'm not going to. I have not, never been given an advantage like these people have. But, man, there's something that feels good about winning a Monopoly. You're like, boardwalk, motherfucker. $1,100. And actually, well, speaking of games, Dave's going to be teaching me chess here soon. We talked about this, right? We did, yeah. yeah. I want to learn chess. 
Dave's a master chess That's not artist. True. Not true. I know He's the won game though. Championships he has not. Do you know how to play championship? Mm-hmm. Do you yeah. know how to play? Mm-hmm. It's my bucket list. Two things: learn play chess and learn sign language. So I think I'm gonna get a chess set here soon, and I want to learn how to play. Fun fact about me: I went to college for a bit for uh, translating for sign language. Motherfucker! So you're you gonna go. teach me chess? You're gonna teach me sign language? I don't know if I can exactly teach you. It's you can give me a, a you can give me ago. a base. Give me a base knowledge. A little bit. So I don't show up to first class looking like an idiot. Yeah, I threw out that, threw that out the window when I dropped mm. out to go tour with my friend's band. Here's what the <laughs> and thing. then I got my hands tattooed. You cannot have <laughs> hand tattoos and do Throws that. Throws everything off. Mm-hmm. We're the only country in the world that like doesn't teach a second language. We are idiots in America. You go to oh, yeah, Europe, complete you morons, go over to Europe sure. they will speak English to you. Like they'll be like, oh, like you try to order and they're like, you know, they'll speak to you in French and they're like, yep. and you'd be like, what? And they're like, oh, you're fucking English. Let me dumb it down for you. Here's our specials today. Like, and it just makes me feel bad. Like I should learn a second language, but I've all, and I know sign language is not, you know, Europe, but I don't know. It's just, I think it's cool. I'd like to be able to interact with people that maybe, maybe deaf or, you know, yeah. I, and it's. So I'm going to try to learn it. Sign language. And then, uh, so Ian, you can get me started on that. And Dave's going to get me started on chess. Sounds good. We're going to go. And we'll we'll have a chess tournament at some point since Ian, you know how to play. Very uh, not great, but I I know the basic. Then your first game back can be against me. You can beat my ass, gain some confidence. Then you go go against, uh, you know, Dave, who's the master. He's a world champion chess chess player is what I read on his Wikipedia that I updated (laughs) about 10 minutes ago. Then all we need is a fourth person here to play euchre, because that's my favorite game. I I couldn't even tell you how to play euchre. Really, I yeah. love. I euchre. do not. I can never remember how to play that. Exactly. If you give every me a time, five minute refresher, I'll I can play. But. Every time I've been taught to learn it, I've been shit faced, right. and it doesn't take because I'm shit faced. <laughs> that's right. So like I learn it for that like ten minutes, and then the next day it's gone. All right. So we're just a fucking euchre chess sign language bunch. <laughs> Amazing. Although those are you guys, not me. Fun so. facts. All right. Anyways. So that's Jeffrey Epstein in five parts. Wow. Short and sweet, right? (laughs) Got right to the point. Short and sweet. (laughs) Uh, Ian, any more final thoughts? I know we kind of jumped the gun a little bit on uh, some of what you were saving, but you got anything else to add? I'm trying to think here. If I'm going to say that he committed suicide, I think it would go back to what I said earlier, that he was just treated like every other prisoner. There was no special treatment given to him this time around. You don't think that it was the prison guards being aware of the situation and saying, oh, fuck it, let him kill himself. Possibly. Maybe. There might be some of that to it. There might be something. But that goes against what you initially said of, though, is him being just a regular prisoner. I mean, regular prisoner in the fact that he wasn't given any special treatment at all. Which is why like, he would want to kill himself. Right. I mean, he had that note about the bugs crawling on him and mm-hmm. uh, guards mistreating him. I'm sure guards mistreat lots of people. There's all kinds of investigations into that kind of I've stuff. I've seen Shawshank Redemption. I yeah. know how it works. <laughs> so, I, I think should have won Best Picture. <laughs> you know what won instead? Forrest Gump. <laughs> Terrible <laughs> movie. Shawshank should have won. <laughs> Sorry, back to you, Ian. Mike has nothing else to say. <laughs> I, I, if, he, if he did kill himself, I think a lot of that just has to do with he was treated normal like everybody else that's in that situation. <laughs> Stuff that makes me feel like he might have been murdered. Mm. That whole 
camera situation, I find that's too much of a coincidence that four cameras would fail on yeah. different days. And then that, that first one from July 23rd that failed, the government gave multiple answers and kept backtracking on yeah. things. It's a little convenient. Yeah. I, I mean, I don't know about the ligature around his neck. I mean, in my mind, I don't think that a, a bed sheet can create that much force from a bottom bunk, but I don't know. Yeah. And I, and I don't know. I don't I can't remember if we did that on the air or not, but we looked at the pictures. You sent it to Dave and I, yeah. I believe it's plausible that that was from a bed sheet. I mean, I guess we don't know the angle he was doing, the force he was using. I mean, I, we don't know because there's no fucking photos of any of that. Mm. It's plausible to me. I don't know if it's likely, but it's plausible that it was a bed sheet that could have made those marks. It's just like, in my mind, I don't know, the angle of it being right across the throat means that he would just have to push forward. But wouldn't the, for that much force to actually cut into his neck and there be blood, wouldn't the bunk bed just tip over well would he but the bunk beds are probably bolted right yeah i was gonna say like to are the wall bolted? i would think they're bolted okay. i mean because yeah because otherwise you just beat someone with them like fucking <laughs> yeah, tagger or leone or whatever would it just true. beat fucking up hey you pronounce my name right you fucko yes i'm sorry sir please don't <laughs> eat me yeah okay so i don't know maybe but like but you said like earlier the bottles were untouched yeah. but we don't know where those bottles came from why would there be bottles also in a jail cell? Yeah. It was like drinks and stuff, which yeah. I don't know. That's a little weird. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. All right. I feel like a guy like this who spent his whole life just pulling these levers of power and able to, you know, insulate himself from any punishment or any consequences from his actions. I feel like a month after he was arrested, it's a little too early for him to off himself. A guy who has a track record of getting out of everything to kill himself before trial, just a month after all this happened. Yeah. I feel like you would hold out hope a little bit longer based on having your tentacles in the. But this is also a guy whoever. that got out of everything really quick. And now it's been a month in jail. Well, a month is not that long, though. But for him? Like, I don't think it was know. too much. You think at heart he was just a big pussy. No, I'm, he, just, I'm just I'm just trying to, you know, it just seems <laughs> quick. Like you can always kill yourself. Like, you know, you get convicted, you get life in prison and kill yourself then. Like, it's yeah. not yeah. such an immediate thing that needs to take place. Like, I got to kill myself now. Or I'm never going to get another chance. Yeah, I, it seems rushed to me in the time frame and compounded with all the coincidences stacked on top of each other. Yeah. Unless it, he was so richified that. He couldn't put up with it, being treated like a I guess. like a prisoner, whatever accommodations he had. And it seems unlikely to me that he killed himself or maybe, you know, maybe he knew I do it or someone else is going to. So I'm going to do it in my own terms. I mean, anything's possible. It just yeah. does not seem like that's what happened. It definitely feels like when you think of it in the terms of murder it feels like a really blatant slap in the face to your intelligence almost as much as mm -hmm. the fact when he was able to just walk in and out of prison yeah, yeah. where it's like, I still think about it. Like when I was reading through some of this stuff, I'm like, really, really the cameras failed. Like mm -hmm. you think I'm that stupid. Yeah. Uh, right. It's the exact scenario that 
sorry, my exact scenario <laughs> that if nope. someone want one in there to kill them, like that's what they would do. They yeah. block out the cameras. They do that. You know. And I know, and from a conspiracy angle, I don't think that you can po- put this on and put that on one person. I, I think there were many people. There would have had to be that slept really well on the night that he died. Oh yeah. In the, the charges were dropped against him. I think there were even, we, we named some of those big people, Bill Clinton, Prince Andrew Prince being Andrew. one of them. Yeah. I think there was probably a lot more people behind the scenes that interacted with him and did things with him that were mm-hmm. probably like, thank God. I don't doubt that for a second. And Prince yeah. Andrew seems to be sitting in a good spot because from new stuff I was reading about, Ghislaine is saying that she just will absolutely not flip on Prince Andrew. She mm. will not put like put him in a position where he's could be in trouble or you know any of that stuff could be it's interesting validated. So she'll just go away forever then. Yeah, and it said that as of right now, she will not put throw him under the bus. And then the other mm. two women, the um. Sarah Kellen and who's the other one? Nadia Marcinko. And they're just they're free. That's it. Uh, so yeah, Sarah. We talked about it in part one. Sarah Kellen's running some interior design thing that seems not really like an interior design company. Like it could mm. be a front for something else. But and she also uses different names out there too. We talked about that. Well, I would imagine her name's a little tainted. A little bit. Yeah. She did say something. Put out a. Um, like a small statement that said she's not a monster, but I would beg to differ mm. on that. In my opinion, there's evidence that would speak to the contrary. Yeah. Like that whole notebook that said a girl can't come because she had soccer, high school soccer yeah. practice. Right. She was C O M E. Just clarifying. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, and Nar- Nadia Marcinkova does her airplane thing. She's the CEO of, we talked about that in That's part right. one. Yeah. So they're just kind of doing their thing. I don't know. At the end of it, I just like fuck all of them. Yeah. And the only people that came out on top in this are the victims were being able to speak in public. And, you know, a lot of those women went from being Jane Doe's to, you know, publicly speaking about it. And then good for them. Writer and Ricari for actually putting this on the the public eye, like not backing down and you know, getting the ball rolling on it. And also these last couple judges who were like, yeah, no, you're not fucking it out. You're a flight risk. Yeah. I mean, what for, for, for Epstein and for, uh, Ghislaine. Yeah. I mean, the, the, the Epstein judge saw the diamonds and the fucking fake passport. And he's like, Nope, that's not yeah, happening. Get the fuck out of here, man. We'd never see you again. Yeah. It's interesting. I got, you know, well, we sure as shit hope it is. Cause we didn't fucking <laughs> five parts on it. We need these downloads to keep up. <laughs> I think there's still so much more. There's multiple books out there. I only read one book. I read one book and then used multiple different websites and stuff for. Well, and it's still an ongoing st- saga. Like yeah. it's good, you know. I mean, there's so much. You could wait ten years and then do a full part on this after everything plays out. And I, I was thinking about it because, uh, like, you're ruined to JFK and all the Kennedy stuff. I was trying to think: is like this the big conspiracy of our time? Like, does it, does it, does it I don't think it's the same thing. No, I don't think it matches up. I mean, you're talking about the assassination of a president. I meant like the conspiracy aspect of it. Like, Mm. because I don't know much about the JFK assassination. Did the public back then just think, okay, this was, there's something covered up here? Or did that come out later in history? No, I think it was, 
fairly quick. I mean, especially when Lee Harvey Oswald was shot. That was one you of know, those stacking coincidence kind yeah, of things. Yeah, I mean, he was shot and it was it was on like camera. Like there's footage of him being shot by um, which uh, Jack Ruby. Uh, Jack Ruby. And, you know, so I think it was pretty quick that, you know, and also in that day and age, like he was the first assassination when there was like Secret Service. So the fact that that was able to happen, although McKinley was shot, I don't know if he had Secret Service quite then in 1901. Either way, you know, there I think it was pretty quick. There was there was conspiracy questions. So I'm like I was wondering, you know, or thinking about it, it's like. So that that conspiracy and then Epstein are probably the most credible conspiracies out there, right? And the one that most people actually believe in is plausible. For with, deaths, you mean? Yeah, like, I mean, the recent polls show that only 29% of people think that there was no conspiracy with Epstein, that he did kill himself. Yeah. And I think both you guys think that there's something more to JFK. Yeah, I, my, I do. My sure. thought is, though, like... I don't. Epstein is live in our time. I didn't know he's not. <laughs> I know. Sorry, I know what you mean. Twenty years from now, I don't think people are going to know who he is. You don't think people will still be talking about no, this? No, really? That's no. interesting. He's not. He's he's a he's essentially like a nobody in the in the realm of things. We're talking about like a president who was essentially murdered, as opposed to like okay. just, just a billionaire. You know, like we're still talking about some people are still talking about like Bobby Kennedy. Which was, you know, he was just a senator running for president. He's going to be long remembered after mm-hmm. Jeffrey Epstein. Yeah. Like, I, I just I I think Jeffrey Epstein is very topical right now. I think in the scheme of things, it'll be a story, but it's not going to be like in history books or anything like that. Like, it's just it's just a it's a thing. Okay. Casey Anthony's not going to be in history books. <laughs> I think the conspiracy of our time is how Britney Spears had a singing career when she has no <laughs> vocal abilities. Mm. That's one of the big ones. I, I mean, I, I would think. imagine that from someone, you know, who doesn't have any taste in music. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> you don't love Hootie and the Blowfish and Sister Hazel and Blues Travelers either. They're the greatest bands of all time. <laughs> I was, oh. Ian, before you got here, I was listening to something upstairs. Mike goes, who's this? The new Blues Traveler album? Yeah. <laughs> It was awesome. It was good hard rock. I was banging my head. It's Blues Traveler. Um, so I, I don't know. I can't remember what you initially asked. I don't think Epstein's going to go down in history and like in the books as like this is the the big I agree, huge. Story. I agree with that. I think that's fair. I think It'll the assassination forgotten. of like a president or a political figure like Bobby Kennedy or even Ronald Reagan getting shot. Like I just think those are bigger because they're. You know, it's the president of the United States. It's right. high political figures. Epstein's tied to pol- political figures will, you know, always be an attachment to him. I just don't think it's something we're, we'll be hearing about once it's not topical anymore. What about Pizzagate? We'll be hearing from that, right? No, we will not. Fuck, I hope not. <laughs> what I can confirm from my research with this is that there is no pedophile ring eating babies. Uh, you can me. confirm right now that nobody has ate babies. Uh, no, well, I can confirm that Hillary Clinton has not eaten babies. Okay. And that all those people are I confirm she ain't eaten nothing else in the last 30 years either. <laughs> no one was eating babies or having underground bunkers of underage girls. It was all done in the wide open. Interesting. Okay. Definitive proof. That's just me thinking like a rational human being. But. <laughs> all right. Dave, what shout outs we got? 
All right, we got some uh, patron shout-outs. I have not pre-read these, so bear with me. Thank you very much to Tamalama Ding Dong, Amy Gaines, Angelise Olson, Randy Baker, Shell O'Brien, Daniel Rivera, Courtney Lafredes, Lucy Tillman, Paris Bowser, Stephen Wibley, Lily Thompson and Darcy Johnson, Megan DeWild, Skip, Amy Jenkins, Natasha Nicholson, Jacqueline Pelischke, Morgan Walker, Amanda Adams, Mark Rogers, King of Potato Kingdom, Amanda Duvall, Joanna, Adeline Lines, a Wendy's Triple. <laughs> oh, that sounds good right about now. Amy Levesque, Paul B., Mac Mann, Keiko Swaggerty, Alexis Shade, Jordan Bell, Katie Irwin, Alicia Marie Munn, Sarah Sukaterski, Kelly Langwell, Rachel Evans, Sarah Vigil Lowe, Wolf Friends Zero, Michelle Slag, Tim Deeringer, Corey Jester, Kimberly O'Connell, Derek, Caleb Holton, and Lee Collins. Thank you guys very much. We are at patreon.com slash Necronomapod. Ian, what do you got? For iTunes, I have one for It's Me from AZ, KLL78, B High103225, Etra2, and The Killing. Thank you guys for the awesome reviews. Dave, you got anything else? I don't. Peace and love. Peace and love. That's all we want in life. That's all I want. Hope everyone enjoyed this series. I know it was a long five parts. Hopefully we do it. We did it justice better than the, you know, criminal justice system did it justice. But, I do know. have an idea of for uh, a soft boiled egg holder, like a Epstein, like kind of his lower torso. And then you put your soft boiled egg in his little like pouch there and. It's like an egg dick, and you crack it open and eat it. <laughs> like, that'd be cool, right? Yeah, okay. Maybe. Someone would buy it. Yeah, an Epstein soft-boiled egg holder. You're a big fan of soft-boiled eggs, aren't you? I do like soft-boiled eggs. You bring them up quite eggs, a bit yeah. when we talk about Delicious. Oh. What's a soft-boiled egg? It's like when you don't take blue chew for your egg. <laughs> <laughs> like, like a three-minute egg, and you just crack the top open, and it's yolk in the middle. I'll be honest. I've never had a soft-boiled egg either. What? Yeah. I've never had that. The best. Oh. Is it the best egg? Yes. Is it the best yes. version of the best egg? Is it the best it's version? The sa- poached eggs are number one, and soft-boiled eggs are number two. Mm. I've had poached eggs before. Poached eggs are delicious. That's I, my favorite. I don't disagree. I do like a good omelet, though. Mm. I like bird in the nest. That's my favorite. Also delicious. What's that? Where you like cut out a hole in the in a piece of bread and just uh, crack an okay. egg in there. Yeah. It's almost like poached, though, right? It's similar. It's cooked like a normal egg, really. Like you just cook mm. it and then flip the bread over. Fuck. Let's yeah, go to Waffle, waffle House. Can we go to Waffle House? Can we go to Waffle House or just get some eggs now? That sounds pretty good. It does sound good. Um, all right. Thank you guys very much. We'll see you guys next week. All right. You guys ready for a cool down beer? Cheers. <laughs> <laughs>